So, like Jolanta read, our text is from Matthew 8. Kā jau Jolanta lasīja, šī rakstvieta ir no Mateja evaņģēlija 8. nodaļas. Verses 5 to 13. No 5. līdz 13. pantam. I'm going to go ahead and read it in English. Es to nosīšu vārreiz angļu valodā. When he had entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, appealing to him. Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority with soldiers under me, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, truly I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west and recline at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And to the centurion, Jesus said, go, let it be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. Church, we, we live in terrible times. Daudz mēs dzīvojam tādos briesmīgos laikos. Where God is at work in wonderful ways. Un Dievs darbojās brīnišķīgos veidos. All you have to do is start scrolling. Viss, kas tev ir jādara, ir jāsāk scrollot. And see war. Un redzēt, ka ir kari. Rumors of more war. Baumas par to, ka varētu vēl būt kāds karš. Nations hating other nations. Tautas saceļās pret tautu, ienīst vienu otru. Famines. Bats. Earthquakes, fires, that list I just gave you is directly from Matthew 24. In addition to that, we, we apparently have a situation with the church where the world finds the church irrelevant. Mēs esam tādā situācijā, kur visa pārējā pasaule uzskata draudzi par nebūtisku. You don't have to look very long to see how the world thinks that Christians are sometimes worthless. Īpaši nav jāpiepūlās, lai atrastu pierādījumus, ka pasaule uzskata kristiešus par nevērtīgiem. Why is that? Kāpēc tas tā ir? Why, why do more people feel football stadiums than churches. Kāpēc vairāk cilvēku atrodas futbola stadionos nekā draudzēs? Why do we rush to the Laukos instead of rush to the church? Kāpēc mēs steidzamies the countryside? Uz laukiem, jā. Laukiem. Kāpēc mēs braucam biežāk uz laukiem nekā ejam uz baznīcu? Why are even Christians in the church very confused? Kāpēc pat tie kristieši, kas ir draudzēs, ir ļoti apmūsuši? Like they're in a labyrinth. Tā ir, kā viņi būtu kaut kāda veida labirintā. Well, I'll suggest to you two things. No, manuprāt, tur ir divi iemesli. One, it's always been like that. 
Numar viens, tā vienmēr bijis. The, the world has always hated God. The world's always hated the followers of God. But the second thing is that I fear that the church has really misunderstood the meaning of authority. Bet man prāt otrs iemesls ir tas, ka draudzi ir pilnībā pārpratusi šo te autoritātes nozīmīgumu. Now in this country, šajā valstī, unfortunately, diemžēl, there has been a really tragic misuse of authority. Ir, ir notikusi tāda ļoti, nu, traģiska um, autoritātes spēka izmantošana. And we see how authority has been abused. Un mēs redzam, kā šī te autoritāte jeb pārvalde ir tikusi ļaunprātīgi izmantota. Which shows the utter depravity of man's hearts. Kas pilni, parāda to pilnīgo uh, atsvešanātību no Dievu, kas ir cilvēks sirdīs. So our tendency, when we hear about authority, un tāpēc mūsu tā noslēdz, tā, ka mēs dzirdam aut, vārdu autoritāte, is to what? Ir, ir darīt ko? Reject it. Noraidīt to. Totally. Pilnībā. Well, you Latvians, jūs latvieši have more of a reason to do that justifiably than I do as an American. Jums ir daudz vairāk iemesli to darīt, atraidīt šo te autoritāti nekā, um, nekā man kā amerikāņiem. If this was 1750 in America, maybe that would be different. Ja būtu šobrīd 1750. gads Amerikā, tad varbūt tas būtu savādāk. But I'm not a historian, I'm preaching. Es neesmu vēsturnieks, es esmu sludinātājs. So we're going to go back to the text. Un tāpēc mēs atgriezīsimies pie teksta. And we're going to look at two things, faith and authority. Un mēs aplūkosim divas lietas, ticību un autoritāti. The centurion was a fascinating individual. Šis te romiešu leģions, kā tur bija pareizi, ja? Jā, leģions, lai That's good. The centurion, because the centurion actually was over 80 legionnaires. Jā, jā, šis te... How do you translate that? Es aizmirstu, Artūrs apsīsies tūlīt man pat kāds? Jā. Tā viņš arī ir, jā. Centurions ir, viņš pārvalda 80 līdz 100 leģionārs, jeb šos te kareivis Romas. We have to have a good picture of this guy, okay? Mums jāizveido tāds labs, laba bilde par šo te čalu. These were the guys that had the helmets, that had the thing that went like this. Like this with big feathers coming. Tie bija tie džeki, kuriem bija tās ķiveras ar to, ar to, kas virs viņu galvenā. That's a good translation. So, I want you to think of a centurion being about Thomas's size. They were big guys, strong men. They were chosen for their size. Iedomāties šo te virsnieku, kurš bija tā kā Tomasa augumā, viņi bija tad lieli un spēcīgi, viņi bija speciāli izvēlēti šim te amatam. They were chosen for their size, they were chosen for their courage. 
viņus izvēlējās viņu izmēra dēļ, viņu drosmas dēļ. Caesar actually chose his centurions based on their bravery in battle if they went in first. Un Cēzars parasti izvēlējās šos te virsniekus pēc tā, ka viņi, piemēram, teiksim, devās kaujā pirmie uzbrukumā. And their ability to manage other men. Un viņu spēju, nu, tā kā, menedžēt citus cilvēkus, vadīt citus cilvēkus. Now, they were much richer than the legionnaires they commanded. Un viņi bija daudz bagātāki nekā šie te kareivi, pār kuriem viņi bija vadībā. And in society, they held powerful positions. Un sabiedrībā viņiem bija tādi ļoti spēcīgs amats. When a centurion came into an area, you knew a centurion was there. Kad virsnieks parādījās kādā apgabalā, tad tu zināji, ka viņš ir ieradies. Such is the man that went to Jesus, the son of a common carpenter, and asked for his help. Tāds bija šis te vīrs, kurš nāca pie Jēzus, pie parasta galdnieka dēla un lūdzu pēc viņa palīdzības. He appealed to him. Viņš lūdzās viņam. Yeah, exactly. So appeal to him in Greek would have the effect of please, please, please come help me. Šis te vārds lūgties no grieķolodas būt nozīmē nu tā kā tiešām burtiski tā kā lūdzu, lūdzu, lūdzu nāc palīdz man. So the, that's the first of five points about the centurion I, I want to illustrate. Tas ir pirmais no pieciem šiem te punktiem, kā es vēlos ilustrēt šo te virsnieku. The second is that the centurion addressed Jesus as Kyrios or Lord twice. Šis te virsnieks uzrunā Jēzu kā kungs, Kurios divas reizes viņš to dar. So in the context of that time un tā laika kontekstā ja kultūrā this type of interaction šāda veida saziņa would be between for instance if a slave called a master lord parasti būtu tad ja piemēram teiksim vērks nosaukt savu kungu par kungu or for a centurion to call the emperor vai arī piemēram teiksim kā šis virsnieks sauktu imperatoru par kungu master Kungs. Third point. Trešais punkts. The centurion said to Jesus, he was unworthy to have Jesus come to him. Šis vīrsnieks saka Jēzum, ka viņš nav cienīgs, ka Jēzus nāk pie viņa uz māju. You think about this. Padomājiet par to. This man, šis vīrs, he could have sent soldiers to Jesus and forced him compelled him to come help him viņš varai pavēlēt saviem zaldātiem lai viņi aiziet savāts jēzu ar varu un atvelk viņu pie viņa but he didn't do that but viņš to nedarī in the parallel account in luke 7 un šajā te paralēlajā rakstvietā lūkas evaņģēlija 7. nodaļā the centurion actually uh, enlisted the help of Jewish friends. 
to go to Jesus. Šis te virsnieks patiesībā piesaista savu ebreju draugu palīdzību, lai viņi iet pie Jēzus. The centurion said he was unworthy of Jesus. Jo, jo, jo pats tas virsnieks teica, viņš nav cienīgs, ka Jēzus nāk pie viņa. Fourth point. Ceturtais punkts. The centurion believed in the power of Jesus's words. Šis te virsnieks ticēja Jēzus vārda spēkam. This was not a Jew. Viņš nebija ebrejs. This was a Roman centurion. Šis bija romiešu virsnieks. A military man. Viņš bija kareivis. Militāra persona. I have military men in my family. Manā, manos radrakstos daži cilvēki ir militāristi. Do you have military experience? Varbūt kādam no jums ir pieredze ar, ar milita- esot militārajā kalpošanā vai... Vedetis in his histories says just some Roman guy from long ago said this about military men. Uh, kāds romiešu vēstinieks teic šādus vārdus par Romas uh, karspēku, kareivie. He said a military man is active and readier to execute the orders he receives than to talk. Uh, ka uh, Romas uh, impērijas kareivis ir, ir gatavs un nu, gatavāks izpildīt pavēles nekā runāt. So get the picture in your mind of a military man waiting to hear, waiting to hear, waiting to hear, waiting to hear. Te, uh, Romas kareivs, viņš ir gatavs, gatavs izpildīt pavēlu, gatavs izpildīt pavēlu. And, and Jesus says, go, and he, he goes like <laughs> un a wild saka, aiziet, un viņš sāk skriet. That's a military man. He's ready to go. Tāds ir šis te kareivs, viņš ir gatavs doties. He tells Jesus only say the word. This centurion believed sickness had to obey Jesus's word. It's one thing to tell my son Luke, get me a water from the fridge, please. Un vien lietri tas, ka es savam dēlam var pateikt, Lūkas, aizej atnes man ūdeni no ledusskapi. Then to say to him, uh, cancer in Lucas be gone. Un otrs ir tas, ka es varētu pateikt, lai vēzis Lūkasam vairs nav. Fifth point, the centurion recognized that Jesus was under God's authority. That Jesus spoke for God and had God's power. I too am a man under authority. Es arī esmu zem vadības. Es esmu pakļauts kādam. This is truly amazing faith. Tas tiešām, tā ir tiešām pārsteidzoša ticība. Jesus said that no one in Israel had the faith of this Roman centurion. Un Jēzus saka, ka nevienam no Izraela ļaudīm nebija šāda te 
romiešu virsnieka ticība. Now, if Jesus is God, if Jesus is God's son, how can Jesus be marveled by the faith of the centurion? Un ja Jēzus ir Dievs, un viņš ir Dieva dēls, kā gan viņš var būt pārsteigts par šo te ticību? We see the human nature of Jesus. Mēs sakam, nu tā cilvēka daba, kas bija Jēzu. He was amazed. Viņš bija pārsteigts. It made Jesus pause. Tas lika Jēzum iepauzēt. The faith was extraordinary because it was from God. Šī te ticība bija tik pārsteidzuša, jo tāpēc, ka tā nāca no Dieva. This faith made him look radically different than his empire that he served. Uh, šī te ticība viņam lika radikāli atšķirties no tās impērijas, kam viņš kalpoja. You remember Jesus uh, asking the disciples, who do you say that I am? Jūs atradies, ka Jēzus saka saviem mācīkiem, ko jūs sakāt, kas es esmu? Can you, you remember that? Do you guys remember that? Vai atcerieties to rakstu vietu? And you remember who answered? Un atcerieties, kurš pirmais bija, kurš atbildēja. And you could, you could tell it was Peter doing this. Un, 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 un var, jūs varat iedomāt, iztāvoties, ka Pēters bija gatavs atbildēt uzreiz. <laughs> you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Tu esi Kristus, dzīvā Dieva dēls. Extraordinary faith. The Jews loved this man. In Luke, the Jews said, the Jews said this to Jesus. This is really interesting. The Jews are trying to convince Jesus. It's just astounding. They get it all wrong, but this is what they say. He is worthy to have you heal his servant because he loves our nation and built us our synagogue. Viņš ir cienīgs, ka tu dziedini viņa kalpu, jo tāpēc, ka viņš mīl mūsu tautu un ir uzcēlis mums sinagogu. They meant well, but they totally missed the gospel. The centurion said he was not worthy. He understood that God loved the world so much. Not just to build a synagogue, but to build his church, his kingdom. That shows you a little bit of why the centurion's faith was from God and it was miraculous. Okay, so it's established that the centurion believed in the authority of Jesus Christ. Mēs tagad esam noskaidrojuši to, kad šis te virsnieks ticēja Jēzus autoritātē. He believed that Jesus was speaking God's words. Viņš ticēja, ka Jēzus runā Dieva vārdus. In fact, Jesus is called the Word of God. Un patiesībā Jēzus tiek saucis par Dieva vārdu. He's called that in John. 
He's called that in Revelation when he returns. It's actually, it says that it's written on him, the word of God. The word of God is actually the testimony of Jesus Christ. Dieva vārds patiesībā ir liecība par Jēzu Kristu. Let's, let's get clear on this point. Centīsimies būt vienasprāts par šo te. Jesus is called the Word of God. Jēzus tiek sauc par Dievu vārdu. This book, šī grāmata, from beginning to end, no sākuma līdz beigām, is about... Who? Ir par ko? Jesus. Jēzu. It begins with him. Tā sākās ar viņu. In Genesis and it ends with him in Revelation. Pirmajā Mūzes grāmatā un tā beidzās ar viņu Jāņa atklāsmas grāmatā. So, all tā. the Old Testament prophecies? Tātad visas vecās darības, vis, visi vecās darības pravietojumi are worked out in the life of Jesus in the New Testament. Tiek piepildīt Jēzus Kristus dzīvē jaunajā darībā. And it's together. It's, it forms a whole. Un tas viss saiet kopā. Tas ir tā kā viens veselums. 66 books. 66 grāmatas. 40 plus authors. Vairāk kā 40 autori. Over 1500 years. Vairāk kā 1500 gadu um, garumā. They say, all of them say the same thing. Visi atkārto vienu un to pašu. There's a harmony in this book. Tur ir tāda harmonija šajā te grāmatā. So the word of God is Jesus and his testimony, which is the Bible. Dieva vārds ir Jēzus un viņa liecība ir Bībela. So the word of God is the Bible. Un tātad Dieva vārds ir Bībela. Now at this point in the sermon, I could really go off track. Un šajā momentā es varētu tiešām noiet no ceļa. Pasaudēt galveno no domu. Yeah, we could talk about apologetics and defending the Bible and the translation question and Mēs all that. Mēs varam sākt runāt par apologetiku, par aizstāvēt šos te Bībeles tulkojumus, visas tās lietas. But I'm not going to do that right now. Bet es to nedarīšu. <laughs> But what we see in the New Testament as the church grew, is that the, the, apostle, the apostles believed in their own special purpose in receiving the words of God. They believed that what the other apostles were writing was actually the word of God. Viņi ticēja, ka tas, ko citi apostoļi rakstī, patiesībā bija Dieva vārds. They believed that they were commissioned by God. Viņi ticēja, ka viņus Dievs ir tā kā sūtījis. They believed they were stewards of God's word. Viņi ticēja, ka viņi ir Dieva vārda pārvaldnieki. They believed that they were teachers of a divine message, not just human wisdom. Viņi ticēja, ka viņi, viņiem ir dots sludināt tad pārdabisku vēsti, ne tikai uh, di, uh, cilvēku gudrību. 
You received the word of God, which you heard from us. You accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it is, the word of God. Un tādēļ mēs nemitīgi pateicamies Dievam, ka jūs saņēmuši no mums Dieva vēstī un vārdus. Esat tos saņēmuši nekā cilvēku sacītus vārdus, bet kā vārdus no Dieva, kas tā tiešām ir, un Dievs arī darbojas jūsos ticīgajos. Peter even referred to Paul's writings as scripture. Pēters pat atsaucās uz Pāvilu rakstīto kā svētiem rakstiem. This one is really interesting because the writer of Hebrews Un tas ir ļoti interesanti, ka Ebreju vēstules autors in chapter 3 verse 7 trešās nodaļas 7. pantā and in chapter 4 verse 7 un ceturtajā nodaļa ceturtās nodaļas 7. pantā refers to Psalm 95 a number of times. Atsaucās uz 95. psalmu vairākas reizes. And uh, In one place he says that the Holy Spirit wrote Psalm 95. In the very next chapter he says that David wrote the psalm. Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Vispirms jums jāsaprot, ka neviens rakstu pravietojums nav patvaļīgi skaidrojums, jo nejau pēc cilvēku gribas pravietojumu tik pasludināt, bet tos runāja svētā gara vadīt tievu cilvēki. But the greatest testimony is that of Jesus who said the scriptures cannot be broken. Bet vis lielākā liecība ir nāk no Jēzus, kas kas teic, kad svētos rakstus nevar sagrozīt. And I have like 15 different places in scripture where Jesus talks about scripture. Un man te ir uzskatīts 15 dažādas rakstu vietas, kur Jēzus runā par svētiem rakstiem. But the point I want you guys to remember is that Jesus talked about Adam and Eve. But that's why I scribble you Saturdays, because Jesus runs for Adam and Eve. Noah, Noah, Jonah, Jon, and others. And citiem as historical figures. Kavasturiskam personam. I had an atheist friend make fun of me because he. Ask me the question. So you really believe in, uh, you know, the ark, for oh. example, a bunch of animals and, you know, in a big boat. Kāds mums draugs, kurš ratēs, mēģināja, nu, tā kā pasmēties par mani un teica, nu, tu, 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 tu tici visam tam, nu, tur noās šķirstam un tiem visiem dzīvniekiem, kas tur iegāja. You, you really believe that some guy got swallowed by a fish? Tu tiešām tici, ka kaut kādu čali norīja milzīgu zivs? Adam and Eve? Jesus did. Yes, Yeah, he did. He talked about him like people. In fact, with regard to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he referred to them not as people who lived long ago and were dead, but were still living. 
Un patiesībā Jēzus, kad runā par Ābrahamu, Īzaku un Jākabu, viņš runā nevis par kādiem cilvēkiem, kas sen ir miruši, bet par tādiem, kas joprojām ir dzīvi. Think about that. Padomājiet par to. Jesus in heaven. Jēzus ir debesīs. As the son of God. Kā Dieva dēls. Talking with Abraham. Runājās ar Ābrahamu. Still living at the time of Jesus. Kurš joprojām ir dzīvs. Tad, and, and Abraham's alive now, as I'm talking. Listen, that's the example of Jesus. Jesus also said the, the, that the authority of God the Father had been given to him. Remember in the Great Commission, Matthew 28, Jesus says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Atceraties Mata evaņģēlī, šajā te lielajā pavēlē, Jēzus saka, visa vara, man ir dota visa vara debesīs un virs zemes. Where is Chris going with this? Nesko Chris ar to visu grib pateikt. I want to emphasize that this Bible is the word of God. Es gribu uzsvērt, ka šī Bībele ir Dieva vārds. God speaks to us in this word, this Bible, this object. Dievs runā uz mums caur šo te priekšmetu, caur šo te vārdu. I bought a toaster the other day. And in the toaster there was a little book. Well, you guys must think I'm a real idiot if I don't know how to operate this toaster. Actually, I did need the instructions. You didn't? I did. Oh. But when I uh, bought a uh, car, I had a bigger book, right? It was like a, a proper book. How big do you think the book has to be to understand how to live life? This big. Šitik lielai. 66 books. 66 grāmatas. 40 plus authors. Vairāk kā 40 dažādu autoru. 1500 years in the making. Vairāk kā 1500 gadu, lai to sarakstītu. Here's the thing. God gave all his authority to his son. Dievs nodeva visu savu spēku un autoritāti savam dēlam. And the son gave his authority to who? Un Dievs un dēls nodod visu autoritāti kam? Us. Mums. The church. Draudzei. You. Tev. You. Tev. You. Tev. You. Tev. You. Tev. Wow. Wow. I think the world doesn't see the church as something significant. Man liekas, ka pasaule neredz draudzi kā kaut ko nozīmīgu, 
because we don't know what we've been given. Tāpēc ka mēs līdz galam neizprotam, kas mums ir uzticēts. Because we do not stand on the authority of God's word. Tāpēc ka mēs nestāvam Dieva vārda autoritātē. You get this word, you understand this word. Tu ņem šo vārdu, centies saprast viņu. You understand that Jesus built the church and is building the church on the foundation of himself. Tad tu saprot, ka Jēzus būvē un uzbūvēs un turpin būvēt savu draudzi uz šī autoritātes spēka. Not Peter, nevis Pēteris, not the Pope, nevis pāvests, the saints. Svētie. From the foundation of Christ as the rock un visa pamatā ir Jēzus Kristus kā šis te pamats stūrakmens. He uses the church. Un viņš izmanto draudzi. Now, the way that churches are ordered, tas kā bieži vien draudzes tiek strukturētas. The New Testament church has a small group of men called elders. Šajā te jaunās derības draudzē ir neliela vīru grupa, kas saucās vecai that make decisions for the good of the congregation. Kas pieņem lēmumus, kas nāk par labu visai draudzei. But as Baptists, as Protestants, bet kā baptisti, jeb kā protestanti, the final authority is you. Galējā autoritāte esat jūs visi. You guys know drafts, right? Draft camp. We we play a game where the guys come together on a soccer field. When Casper showed me this, I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. In the beauty of it just unfolded. You put all these kids on a field and you tell them to play soccer. But you don't give them any rules. Bet nedod nekādus noteikumus. And you see what happens. Un tad skaties, kas notiek. Now, it's interesting because they play the game like they know the rules. Tas ir interesanti, jo viņi cenšās spēlēt to spēli tāit kā viņi zina noteikumus. But when no one is there to guide them, saying, Bet, "Oh no, you can't actually use your hands to pick up the ball." Bet ja nav šis te tiesnesis, kurš vada šo te spēli un pasaka, "Paga, paga, tu nevar spēlēt ar rokām." They just fall apart. They just act like animals, like crazy men. Vis vis sabrok, tur sākās pilnīgs haoss, viss sāk uzvesties kā tādi mežonīgi dzīvnieki. And eventually tragedy happens. Un beigās, protams, vienmēr traģēdija notiek. I won't say who, Luke Tolbert. Es neteikšu kurš, bet tas būs Lūkas Tolberts. Tripped a kid and broke his collarbone. <laughs> I'm like, I do jujitsu, but you're you're an animal. <laughs> In 
In Indonesia, we lived in a city called Medan. It has absolutely no law whatsoever. Un kad mēs dzīvojam Indonēzijā kā misionāri, mēs dzīvojam kādā pilsētā, kur tiešām, nu, nebija neviena likuma. They have lights, but they don't they don't watch them at all. They don't red light doesn't matter. Green light, it could be purple spotted with pink. They don't care. Viņiem ir luksofors, bet neviens tās gaismas neņem vērā. Tur varbūt jebkas iedegts, tam nav nozīmes. And they they drive uh, these uh, bechak. Uh, oh gosh, man. What do I say, Bechak? Uh, <laughs> like a little, like a big tricycle? Yeah, with like, the, there's a guy on the back who's pedaling it. One time, this lady had a bunch of bags of groceries with fruit, and she got hit by another one. Un, because they're not obeying the law. Un tāpēc ka viņi neievērošos tas ceļu satiksmes noteikumus, tur kādai sievietei ietriet, kurai būs pilns ar augļiem tajā vezumā, ietriecās kāds cits no šiem te trīs riteņiem. She got hit and that bechak exploded and fruit just went. Un šis te viņš šis te avārijas rezultātā visi tie augļi no, it's really funny. She didn't get hurt. But you think, man, she could have been killed. What about the church? What about the church when there's no leadership? Got to wrap this up, guys. I got a whole other page, and you guys are ready to go. So, the centurion knew Jesus' authority. And the church knows Jesus' authority. And Jesus passed on that authority to his followers who are rooted in the word of god I'm not saying guys you have to understand everything in this book But with Carlis and with Thomas and Gunvald and Guntis and Artis and Arturs and everyone we make a pretty good go of it Yes living it Bet ar vadītāju palīdzību, Kārli un Gunti un Arti un citiem, mums rodās diezgan laba bilde par to, ko tas viss nozīmē. The scriptures are completely authoritative. Dievvārds ir pilnībā autoritatīvs. If you believe they're from God, you believe they are incapable of error. Ja jūs ticat, ka dievvārds ir no Dieva, tad jūs arī ticat, ka tajā nevar būt kļūdu. And they have no error. So those are two different things, right? They can't have error because the word is from God. And inside there are no errors. Afterwards, we have questions. People ask about translations. Great. We can talk about that later. But the 
intended meaning of the author bet autora vēstījums is not in error now kļūdens ir nekļūdīgs guys we need the bible because we don't know god apart from the bible mums ir nepieciešama bible jo mēs savādāk nevaram pazīt dievu we don't get to a saving knowledge of god through tradition for example mēs nespējam satvert glābšanas patiesību caur tradīciju you know what tradition is jūs zināt kas ir tradīcija tradition is just according to jesus in tradīcija, the new testament tradīcija kā jēzus to uh, saka tradition is when you combine human feelings ir tad kad mēs savienojam cilvēku emocijas jeb jūtas with human knowledge ar cilvēka izpratni un zināšanu that's the outcome is tradition tā iznākums ir tradīcija the danger with that tā bīstamība ar to is that over time we can make the word say what we want it to say kāpēc laika mēs varam likt šim te vārdam pateikt to ko mēs vēlamies lai tas and before you know it what i think about god which starts down here un pirms mēs to vispār pamanam tas ko es domāju par dievu kas sākās kaut kur te becomes more and more important sāk kļūt ar vien svarīgāks un svarīgāks and god's word un dievu vārds goes down samazinās savā autoritātē hmm that's a problem tā ir problēma because that means I become God. Tāpēc ka tas nozīmē ka es kļūstu. And I sit on judgment. Un es sēžu šajā te tiesneša krēslā. Over this. Pāršot vārdu. That's not good. Tas nav labi. That's why Luther translated the Bible into German. Un tāpēc tā iemesla dēļ Mārtiņš Luters iztulkoja Bibeli vācu valodā. That's why Tyndale translated the Bible into English. Un tāpēc tā paša iemesla dēļ Viljams Tindels pārtulkoja Bibeli angļu valodā. Are you still wondering if this is truly the word of God? Vai jūs joprojām apšaubat to, ka šis paties ir Dieva vārds? Men and women have died for this. Vīri un sievas ir nomiruši tādēļ. Tindels was convicted as a heretic and strangled on a cross and then his body burned. Tindels tika pakārts un un nožņaukts pie krusta un pēc tam viņa ķermenis tika sadedzināts tikai tāpēc ka viņš tika uzskatīts par ķeceri. Why does this matter to us in, in 2020? Kāpēc tam ir nozīme mūsdienās 2020. gadā? Here are three reasons why. And I want you to remember these reasons. If you don't take notes, take notes now. In your mind or on a piece of paper, take notes. un jūs līdz šim neko jūs atcerieties šīs te trīs lietas un pierakstiet šīs te trīs lietas. No one's writing. It's okay. It's all right. The Holy Spirit writes it on their hearts. How about that? Svētais gars uzrakstīs uz jūsu sirdīm. For your hope The scriptures were written for your hope. Mūsu cerībai, bet kas iepriekš rakstīts, ir rakstīts mūsu pamācīšanai. Lai mēs caur izturību 
un vienājumu, ko sniedz raksti, iegūtu cerību. For your joy. Jūsu priekam. Tu man liec iepazīt dzīvības taku, vislielāko prieku tava vaiga priekšā, tīksmību tev pie labās rokas mūžam. For your understanding and holiness. Un lai jūs izprastu svētumu. Dari viņus svētus patiesībā. Tavi vārdi ir patiesība. Feelings are not the authority of your life. Jūtas, emocijas, tām nav autoritāte tavā dzīvē. Feelings are good. Jūtas un emocijas ir laba lieta. But feelings can be a harsh master. Bet tās var būt ļoti barks kungs. If your life is overloaded with feelings, ja tava dzīve ir pārpildīta ar, ar emocijām, go back to this. Atgriezies pie šī, atgriezies pie šī. Over and over and over, read, read, read what God says about you. Atkal un atkal lasi, ko Dievs saka par tevi. Not what you feel about life, because your feelings will deceive you. Nevis tas, ko tu jūti par to, kā tu jūties pats par sevi un par dzīvi, jo tāpēc, ka jūtas tev pievils, tas tevi apmānīs. Reason is not your authority. Authority, reason. Izpratne, jeb sapratne, nav autoritāte. If your life is overloaded with reason and thinking and you spend a lot of time in your head, ja tava dzīve ir piepildīta ar to, ka tu visu laiku kaut ko galvā pārdomā, get away from yourself and read, read, read. Tiec vaļā no sevis un lasi, lasi, lasi. Listen, my final thing here is this. Vēl viena lieta. God made you a feeler. Dievs radīja tevi ar jūtām. He made you a thinker. Viņš radīja tevi, lai tu domātu. He made you a dreamer. Viņš radīja tevi, lai tu spētu sapņot. He wants all of those things to work together. Bet viņš grib, lai visas šīs lietas darbojās kopīgi. In a balanced way. Tādā līdzsvarotā veidā. For his glory. And we see that only in one person, Jesus. The perfect man. That's where we get the faith of Peter and the centurion. You must go to the king of the universe and appeal to him. Jums jādodās ir pie visuma valdnieka un jālūdz viņam. Bet cik bieži? Tik bieži, cik tu dzīvo. Tik bieži, cik tu celies no rīta. Vai tu zini, kāpēc tu mosties katru rītu? God's giving you another opportunity to seek him here. Here. God would not tell you to pray to him if he doesn't want to answer you. Do you guys think, oh, I should probably pray. 
Varbūt pie sevis jūs domājat, oh, man vajadzētu lūkt. Yeah, you, you should probably pray because God put that in your heart so that he would answer your prayers. Jā, tev drošam vajadzētu lūkt, tāpēc ka Dievs iesai tavā sirdī šo te domu, jo viņš grib atbildēt uz tavu lūkšanu. Well, after listening to Chris and Thomas, maybe I should read my Bible. Pēc tam, kad es esmu klausījos, ko Kris un Tomas ir teicis šodien, varbūt, ka man vajadzētu lasīt Bībeli. Yes, you should, because God put it in your heart. Jā, tev vajadzētu, tāpēc, ka Dievs to ir ielicis tavā sirdī. Because he wants you to read something. Jo viņš grib, lai tu lasi kaut ko. I never, I never do this. I never open up the Bible and just say, God, perform for me. Es nekad tā nedaru, es nekad neāšķiru Bībeli un saku, Dievs, nu, performē manā vietā. It's wrong. Tas ir nepareizi. But here it works. Bet šeit tas darbojās. Come, everyone who thirsts. Nāciet visi, kam slāpes. Come to the waters. Nāciet pie ūdeņiem. You don't have any money? Come. Tev nav naudas? Nāc. Buy and eat. Pērts. Buy and eat. Listen diligently to me. <laughs> That's what God says in his word. Just on a, on a whim. He says, listen diligently to me. I love you guys. I want you to have hope. I want you to have joy. I want you to have understanding. Es, es mīlu jūs, es gribu, lai, jūs, lai jums ir cerība un prieks un izpratni par svētumu. If you're in a fog, if you're in a labyrinth, varbūt tu esi miglā, varbūt tu esi apmaldījies labirintā. This is the way. Šis ir tas ceļš. Walk uzazēji. in it. Staigājiet tajā. Let's pray.